Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Plants are not just mindless green beings that we sit, that sit around waiting for us to water them. Some can plan ahead, or remember, or even count. So claims Professor Paco Calvo. He's co-author of Planta Sapiens, Unmasking Plant Intelligence. Paco, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. Could you give us some examples of some of the things I just re- referred to, though? For instance, how do plants plan ahead? Yeah, well, actually, plants are way smarter than we think, you know. They do all sorts of things. We just need to train our eye and train our mind to be able to appreciate it. So, for example, you say plan, uh, plants can plan ahead. They definitely can think of a plan root system. You know, we, first thing is that we tend to think of a plant as, you know, the, the airborne part, like, like the stems or the flowers or the leaves. But think think below ground, think at the root system, right? So if, if, if you can see how the root apparatus of a plant grows into a pot, and, and I think that sometimes they don't simply grow where there are more nutrients or more water. They can grow towards there where there will be more nutrients or more water in the future. So they can predict the future, not simply growing towards where things look better now, but where things will look better in the future, more okay. promising in the future. And how can, how can they make that prediction? Is that perhaps based on some experience, on a memory perhaps? Uh, well, that's, that's yeah, I wish I knew the answer, you know. Uh, uh, we have a lot of questions. Uh, uh, we have some answers, though. So, for example, take this this example of anticipation or planning ahead. Uh, uh, we we time-lapse uh, French beans, like climbing beans, and, and we can see them, how they, they kind of, 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 of control their growing pattern, how they grow to approach a pole. So if you if you put a pole in the vicinity of the of the of the French bean, it will kind of of of, of steer such a you know like a fly fishing line, like try to try to latch onto the pole. Um, and, and that's something we can see actually by 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 time lapsing their behavior and observing it through 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 the clips, through time lapse footage. Uh, um, and definitely they somehow need to be organizing the information processing taking place within their body to achieve this. Right. We, we know this is happening all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and you've also found that if you give anesthetic to a plant, it goes to sleep. Yes, yes. That's that's so exciting. Actually, that's that's the very way we kick off in the book. Uh, just with this 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 experiment, like like you know, putting a plant to sleep, and uh, that's how we open up the the, the the introduction to the book. And that's because that's the, the maybe this is the easiest way to 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 think out of the box, to think differently. How is it possible to speak of of plant sentience uh, non metaphorically? So do, we mean it. We mean literally that plant sentience is there, right? So mm. just think of the example of anesthetics. If you can put a plant to sleep. Then you can see what happens when the plant comes out of anesthesia. So, so think of a plant like you know, some of these plants that you can see their behavior to the naked eye, like a mimosa. People will know mimosa like the shy plant that you touch its leaves and they fold. Uh, when you put a mimosa to sleep with anesthetics, it won't fold anymore. You touch the leaves and they won't fold anymore. Okay. Now, you wait a little while for the anesthetics to wear off. And then all of a sudden, the, it will resume folding after being touched. So we can see that the plant somehow is regaining something when it's coming out of anesthesia. So the question is, what is it that the plant is regaining? My answer is some some form of awareness. The plant was aware of something, of its surroundings, 
and then those that channel was shut off through the anesthetics. Now the same with animals; they have recovered something that was temporarily missing. Yeah, though at the same time, could you not say that's it, that's just a human? Uh, um, a, a, a human interpretation of it, an anthropomorphizing of it. Oh, it might I, look I, like awareness. It might look like sleep. Yeah. It might look like sentience. It might sure. be something completely different. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. That's a very fair, fair point. And in fact, one of the things I do in the book is to try to be extra careful not to overinterpret the data, because sometimes you know one thing that really bothered me, I, some worry I had the last few years when I was writing the book was like, like, I don't want to, you know, I wouldn't like the readership who are far too prone, who are keen on buying the message to simply believe it by default. Oh yeah, sure. Plants are intelligent. And the skeptics to think that they are not, they cannot possibly be. So I'm trying to find some middle ground Mm. to try to bring everybody on board and say, Hey, let's discuss the science. So what does the science tell us? Think of this case, which you just mentioned, uh, we might be overinterpreting the data. Uh, well, what happens in the animal literature? Take non-human animals, you know, just a rat in the lab or whatever. Uh, sometimes in neuroscience, what do you do? Well, you, you, you track the neural correlates of consciousness. So you put a patient to sleep and then you can actually, you know, think of uh, uh, MRI or PET scans. So you can see what lights up in their brain when they are performing some cognitive task or when they are put to sleep. You see what lights up or what the lights off, right? The, the very same thing can be done with plants. Simply, yeah. it's not done through via neurons because, of course, they have no neurons or a brain. But plant cells also fire spikes of voltage. So they fire the very same way animal cells fire. So we can image that. We can see what lights up. And then, by the same token, we can see what doesn't light up when they are put to sleep. Yeah, so so I mean, you're saying there's kind of a what might be the equivalent of an, at least a nervous system then within plants. Yes, yes. Well, in our case, I like to speak of, uh, I mentioned the neural correlates of consciousness. So in plants, when I speak of the non-neural correlates of consciousness, I speak of the vascular system. So think, I mean, for the lay reader, think of a uh, listener, think of the uh, of the vascular system of higher plants. It's like the 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 highway, the freeway, or the motorway where, where all, you know, sugars, water, nutrients are being translocated throughout the whole plant body from root to shoot, right? So that's a physiological interpretation. Usually in plant physiology, we simply speak of those substances being transported throughout the plant body. But we don't speak in information processing terms. And that's what we do. That's precisely what we are doing. So we are shifting. We are changing a question that in in principle is exclusively physiological to a question that belongs to the cognitive sciences. So we can ask of the type of information processing that is going on within the vascular system of the plant. So we are looking for the vascular correlates of consciousness. Right. And, and that, that information processing, does it, it, are you finding or do you suspect that happens in all plants or is there almost like a hierarchy of intelligence within plants? Yeah. Well, actually both. We, we, are, we are finding it. We are doing our measurements. We are applying, actually, we are customizing the type of metrics that you use when you perform animal studies. So, for example, measurements of complexity or entropy, this is type of measurements that, that are customarily done in, in animal studies, right? So we have to customize those, those tools for the, plant, for, for the sake of studying plants because the time scale is different, the temporal scale is different. So everything is different. But, but the principle 
still applies, right? So in terms of the ranking, that's a good question. That's a great question because precisely one of my complaints when you say, imagine I ask, hey, what do you reckon? Do you reckon that plants are intelligent? And people might discuss yes or no. And I say, hey, hold on a sec. Why do you say yes or no before asking which plants are we talking about? Mm. Because maybe some plants are more stupid than others. Yes, right? indeed. Okay, well, I mean, just like any other creature, it's fair that, enough to say. Uh, but that's also, if at least some plants have an awareness and, and, and can process information, sure. um, are they aware when vegetarians start biting into them? So, and, and is so eating a plant perhaps morally equivalent to eating a piece of meat? <laughs> well, I, I, some people take the, don't take this question seriously, and I do take it very seriously. In mm. fact, there is, a whole, there is a whole chapter in the book devoted to this, because I think this opens up a lot of, you know, ethical issues. And I don't think, uh, regardless of what the, the response is, regardless of what the answer is, but I think we do a disfavor by simply turning a blind eye to the very possibility of plant sentence and thereby of the ethical implications of plant sentence. So that's an issue we need to tackle head on, right? Regardless of the answer. Yeah. Uh, but, but definitely there is an issue. I mean, when I give talks on plant intelligence, very first question I, I hear from the audience is always, hey, Paco, I'm a vegan, now what? Yes. And it's, it's, a fair, it's a fair question. Yeah, it is. Paco, it's a fascinating subject as well. Uh, thank you so much for uh, speaking with us today. That was Professor Paco Calvo there, co-author of Plantus Sapiens, Unmasking Plant Intelligence. That's a lot uh, for today. Kieran's up next. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.